Why was the Rebbe so adamant about not going to college? And does this also include the firm colleges that exist today? I'm going to answer this question in two parts. Um, let's first talk about the issue of college. And I think the most important thing to underscore is that there's no way to be equivocal about this. There's no way you can say that this idea that the Rebbe was opposed to college is a subjective thing. Uh, people say that the Rebbe gave permission to this person, the Rebbe gave permission to that person. It's not only the Rebbe gave permission to people, the Rebbe actually sent people to college. The most uh, typical example of people the Rebbe sent to college was people who were Baile Tshuva, who had started. And the Rebbe told them to go back and finish, and the argument that the Rebbe gave was, you were in that environment, you've been exposed, so it's not going to have an adverse effect on you. And the Rebbe wanted people to finish what they started. And there were rare instances where the Rebbe sent Poshet Yeshiva Bachram to college, because the Rebbe felt that they needed it. Um, but having said that, there's no way anybody can say that the Rebbe has an equivocal opinion. It was so outspoken, it was so repetitive. In the Nukutasich, you have a section where the Rebbe talks about his opposition to college, and this is in addition to innumerable or innumerable uh, references in the Sikhs all over the place, and in Yechidesen. Um, and in that Sikh, in Chalak Tazvav, the Rebbe makes three uh, reasons why he's opposed to someone attending college. The first is uh, that it's a place of pizzas. You, you lose your entire morality in that environment. In other words, if you're raised in a home where you were taught such things as tznias and as respect, um, and as decency, the, the education of the college steals those values from the person. And the second is this Pashtapa courses. A lot of the subjects, a lot of the, the way things are taught is against what Taita teaches, against what's true. And the third is that even if you don't have those two issues, there is what Dalta Rebbe brings in Tanya Pedic Ches, that uh, So the Rebbe is very outspokenly opposed to college on those three grounds. Each one of them is a sufficient reason. And together, they're, they're, they're a very powerful argument against it. I want you to know that I heard from a Yid who traveled here as a 12th grader, as a high school graduate to Boston with a group of students. And the Rebbe made the entire 770 say loud, three times, no college, no college, no college. The reason I'm saying it, because I want to underscore how absolute the Rebbe was about this. I, was, I once spoke on a forum um, to uh, singles who were not in yeshiva anymore. And uh, college came up, and I, I don't even know what I said, but I remember someone wrote a very, very angry letter, which was published online. And the thrust of that letter was that, quote, it's the same old rhetoric, nothing has changed, and you don't get anything new, you still can't go to college. And uh, it was, the letter was quite angry, and the letter included uh, references to a professor who they thought was wonderful, who had such an open mind. And um, at the time, it hurt me. I was not as experienced as a public speaker as I am today. But that's true, right? Nothing has changed. College is still out. You know why? Because we don't make the rules. Nobody forces anybody to be a Lubavitcher Chassid. But no one has a right to redefine what that word means. You know, Lubavitch is a pluralistic community. It may be the most pluralistic Jewish community in the world. We have people here who are very from, very Adelich, very Hasidish. We have people who are barely from, or not from at all. And we all call ourselves Lubavitchers. We all have his pictures on our wall. We all love him. 
We all care very much about what he cares, but the definition that the Rebbe gave to Lubavitch doesn't change because people change. This is not a popularity contest. You know, the Rebbe used to scream, Yiddishkeit is not defined by a democratic system. There's no one man, one vote. There's a Torah, and in our case, there's a Rebbe. And there's no way anybody can intelligently argue that the Rebbe changed his mind. The argument that times have changed, and therefore you think the Rebbe should have changed his mind, is an argument without merit, because until the Rebbe changes, it has not changed. Period. Um, and uh, just as that young man was upset at me, or whoever was on that panel, for being inflexible, I am upset about the fact that people think that for whatever reasons, including good reasons, um, they have the right to decide that the Rebbe has changed his mind. I don't, I'm not going to say, if you want to go to college, go to college, because I don't think that's true. It's not good. It's dangerous. It's a sakona. Um, but at least don't redefine the Rebbe's words. Simply say, I'm ignoring them. I'm not listening. You know, a lot of people didn't listen to the Rebbe of a lot of issues. They used to say, what's the difference between a, a irreligious Jew who goes to an Orthodox shul and a Reformed Jew? A Reformed Jew moves the line. He redefines what Judaism is. A person who goes to an Orthodox shul who doesn't practice Tehidah Mitzvahs doesn't change the religion. This is what it is, and I'm not doing it. There's, you cannot, in good conscience, decide that the Rebbe no longer holds uh, that people shouldn't go to college. And there are other points in addition. And a big issue that the Rebbe also mentioned, and I'm going to connect it to a, a story the Rebbe told by Fabrengen, where the Rebbe, I mean, I know people who told me personally that the Rebbe sat in Yechidis and argued with their parents, argued with their parents to allow him to stay in Yeshiva and not to go to college. So um, this is a story that the Rebbe told by Fabrengen, where a man went into the Rebbe Yechidis and he told the Rebbe, uh, in all sincerity, that my son learned in yeshiva, and he graduated high school, and he even stayed one more year after high school to sit in the Beis HaMedrish. And then he said to the Rebbe, Now I wish him to be a mensch, and of course becoming a mensch means going to college. And that he said to the Rebbe, he doesn't want, my son is refusing. So he's asking the Rebbe that the Rebbe should convince his son that he should go to college. So the Rebbe chuckled. You can hear the tape on the Maiserav. And he said, Evidently, he doesn't understand who he's talking to. So the Rebbe felt like he has no common language with this person. Like, here's a human being who believes that menshood has to do with college, when in reality, whatever semblance of mensch is left gets killed in college. You know, we have this idea that being smart and being intelligent makes you into a human being. And being smart is a good thing. Being intelligent, being educated is a very good thing. But being a human being, that means being moral, being prudish, being ashamed, being uncomfortable about being improperly covered. Those are healthy human expressions. The idea that in order for me to be healthy, I have to walk around with no clothes, for example, and that I can speak all languages and I'm very open-minded. This is... This is the selling of the soul. And this is one of the basic byproducts. Maybe it's more than a byproduct of the college culture. So to call that becoming a mensch, the Rebbe said, I, was, I felt so 
um, disconnected from where this person was. So the Rebbe said in Yiddish, I just started laughing. I, in other words, there was, I couldn't find a common language with this man. So I started to laugh. So he also started to laugh. And this is also very serious. The idea that that worldliness makes you into a man, um, is completely foreign to our values. What makes you into a man is Torah and mitzvahs and Yiddishkeit and life and family and marriage and responsibility. And Avodah Hashem, that's a mensch. Worldliness doesn't make you a mensch, it makes you worldly. And unfortunately, the world in which we live is very, very far away uh, from what is mensch. Now, I have not addressed uh, the Panasa issue. And I need to address the Panasa issue because this is the underlying issue for many, many people. So I, I want to, so to speak, clarify. There are two bases for which people go to college. The first is to become a mensch, and the second is to try and prepare for a panasa. There is no justification for the first one. There simply is no justification for the first one. The idea to go to college and become a mensch is, is, is not understanding anything about our values and we believe. As far as the second one is concerned about panasa, I'm not going to answer the question here, and I'm going to suggest that each person speak to a mashpia. Because you're allowed to make a living. And you're allowed to get an education in order to make a living. I'm not saying that that means you're allowed to go to college. I'm simply saying you're allowed to get an education to be able to support your family. And you have to take it up with a serious mashpia. And again, the premise here is that you're interested in what the Rebbe has to say. If you're not interested in what the Rebbe has to say, that's a different issue. If you are interested in the Rebbe has to say, you can't twist the Rebbe's words to serve your purposes. And I'll continue this in the next uh, opportunity.